Hi, this is Mo Oster, Disney's Senior Vice President for Advocacy. I lead a team of lobbyists fighting for you in Albany and sometimes in Washington, D.C. To begin with, there are a couple of positive developments. First, after concerns were raised by MISNI, the Erie County Medical Society, and the New York State Society of Orthopedic Surgeons, elective surgeries were permitted to resume in Erie County, including in ambulatory surgery centers and office-based surgery locations. MISNI and Erie County's letter to the DOH and the governor were reported on in the Buffalo News. This means that only the five boroughs of New York City have not been permitted yet to resume elective surgery, and we continue to fight for this resumption. Second, Congress passed legislation this week to provide needed flexibility to the Paycheck Protection Program, which has provided forgivable loans to tens of thousands of New York small businesses, including to many physician practices. If signed into law by the president, it would permit up to 40% of PPP awards to be spent on non-payroll costs instead of 25. This is particularly important for physicians practicing in high-rent areas of the state, such as New York City and Long Island. It would also ensure that the proceeds cover business expenses for up to 24 weeks rather than just eight. Disney also continues to work with the AMA and state and specialty societies in support of more comprehensive legislation to enhance the various federal stimulus programs. MISNI issued a physician grassroots alert this week, urging physicians to support congressional legislation to provide a needed lifeline to community physician practices. MISNI surveys have shown that while many physicians have received some funding to address their enormous losses due to the lack of patient visits, it has barely made a dent in covering the full extent of these losses. If not adequately addressed, it threatens patient access to care and hundreds of thousands of jobs for those employed by these physicians. Legislation before Congress would restart the Medicare Advanced Payment Program and reduce repayment interest terms, while also shoring up funding for state Medicaid programs to help prevent steep cuts. We have also been urging that this federal legislation better ensure that CARES Act relief grant funds are more specifically dedicated to supporting community physicians for the enormous losses they have suffered during the pandemic. And we have urged for needed student loan relief for physicians, residents, and medical students who have served on the front lines of providing care to COVID patients at the greatest risk to their own health and that of their families. At the same time, we also continue to push back against efforts by health insurance industry to impose one-sided surprise billing solutions that will contradict New York's lauded approach to this issue and potentially adversely impact patients' access to needed on-call specialty care in hospital emergency departments. MISNI also continues regular communication with the governor's office and the New York State Department of Health regarding a litany of care issues. In response to concerns raised by MISNI regarding the often impossible-to-meet standard for a patient to receive a negative coronavirus test within three days of having an elective surgical procedure, the Department of Health is developing an FAQ document that should give greater discretion to the physician performing the procedure regarding the timing of having this test pre-surgery. Importantly, the state did update its COVID testing criteria this week to ensure that it included meeting a pre-surgery test requirement. And we continue to make the case for the state to intervene with PPE vendors to make sure they are selling to individual physician practices 
and not just large institutions. MISNI president, Dr. Bonnie Litvak, who has been hard at work with MISNI Board of Trustees Chair Dr. Andrew Kleiman, contacting PPE vendors to find supplies for physicians, issued a statement this week thanking the legislature for passing legislation to prohibit price gouging of medical supplies like PPE, but noted the great need for much more active intervention by the governor's office and the Trump administration to make sure these PPE vendors are selling to physician practices instead of only to large institutions and government purchasers. Our efforts were reported in Cranes, New York and Politico. On the CME front, as a reminder, the DOH announced last week it was giving physicians and other prescribers an additional three months until October 1st to complete the required three-hour pain management course, which, by the way, you can complete from MISNI's CME site, cme.misni.org. In addition, don't forget the litany of other recorded programming that MISNI has for its members on the cme.misni.org site, including a program on mental health and COVID-19 for health professionals, and a series of programs on veterans' health issues, including addressing PTSD and returning veterans, TBI and returning veterans, and substance use disorders in veterans. Thank you again for all you are doing to be there for your patients as we progress through this new phase of containing a pandemic, taking some steps to return to normalcy in phases as we also maintain great caution. As your MISNI staff, we will continue to do all we possibly can to ensure you have what you need to continue to be there for your patients. Thank you.